comes. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Good to see everyone. And I've had a long day. I got up at four o'clock to get to the airport and get here. So, wow. So I may fall asleep during the thing. That's okay. Ah, um, oh, always good to be with you. I just feel a part of you. You know, good to see you, Jared. God bless you. Um, the there's nothing like the body of Christ, the family of God. There's just nothing like the way He is. And Yuki, did you come alone, or did you come with a friend? She drove all the way from Macomb, Illinois, to be here tonight, driving back tonight. Right. So glad you're here. And how far do you guys live, Phil? You live? Do you live about an hour? Wow. Good to see everyone. I I found out why women don't play football. <clears throat> because there's no way you can get 11 women out in public wearing the same outfit. <clears throat> um, I want to share a few minutes on the, the worst crime in the world. <clears throat> it's identity theft. There's, they, they said the number one crime in the world, more than more than robbing a 7-Eleven or whatever other bank robberies or anything. Identity theft is the number one crime and it's vicious. And there's, uh, there's always somebody trying to get your social security number, your, all your bank information and so forth. Seemed like it'd be easier just to go get a job, but there's a lot of people out there. So identity theft began in the garden and uh, in the garden, before the fall, there was no such thing as good or evil. There was just God. No such thing. Just God, and God would talk to Adam and Eve. But the devil came in and did something that has stayed with all of us forever. It said he called into question the Word of God. Everything Adam and Eve knew up to that point was, you know, just what God had told them, and there was no ifs about it. He was their only source of truth. But Satan's strategy was to set Eve up, and he presented her a question. When he, mo he uh, misquoted what God had said, he said, is God not, in Genesis 3 there, he said, "His God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Of course, he, in, he misquoted it, she quoted it back, well, she shouldn't have been talking to him anyway, but she said, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the tree uh, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you should not eat it, lest you die. Satan's number one lie was, you shall not surely die. But when he said that statement to her, he released insecurity, the demon of insecurity. I want to tell you, there's two things in every person's life that are the biggest struggle you have, and it, it, it's to every person. It's insecurity and inferiority. I used to tell the Lord, why don't you just take all the insecure people off the earth? And then I realized there wouldn't be anybody left. But uh, the, uh, so he called into question, you shall not surely die. So uh, 
her security was based on God's truthfulness. Is this too, too close here to the... Okay, just go ahead. Um, so she's confronted with the possibility God's a liar. And so she began to feel insecure. And then he says, for God knows that in the day you eat it, then your eyes will be opened and you will be as God's, knowing good and evil. So now she begins to believe that she is not who she thought she was. They already were in the image of God. They were full of spiritual stature. God never intended for man to have the knowledge of good and evil. Satan took what was good and made it sound bad. Now she felt like she'd been held on, held on that she was lacking something, so she began to feel less in position or stature, and she began to feel inferior. Satan has a solution. Eve, all you have to do to get rid of all these feelings, to get your security back and your position back, is eat of this fruit. He even said, you shall be as gods. So, I believe that that's the problem we all face that that goes all the way back to the garden, identity theft. The devil is out to steal who you are. We are still trying to cover our nakedness with fig leaves. Remember when God came through the garden in the cool of the day and he says, Adam, where are you? And of course, we know he wasn't looking for geographical information, but he was looking for the, if he would face truth, and Adam said, I was afraid because I was naked. And I love God's response because God said, who told you you were naked? Wow. Now, here's what God says to all of us. You say, I feel discouraged. God said, who told you that? Because wow. I didn't tell you that. Wow. I'm depressed. Who told you that? I didn't tell you that. I'm sick. God said, all the information we lie, we're picking up is a lie because only good information comes from God. Talking about hearing God's voice, God will never discourage you. He's always here to encourage. He's always here to build up your spiritual man. So we're all still trying to cover our nakedness some way. We live in these lies, are, but we all need our grave clothes removed. Remember when, when uh, Lazarus was coming out of the tomb, Jesus said, loose him. Of course, he was bound, you know, tremendous. I, somebody said 100 pounds of grave clothes. He said his head was wrapped up to a foot wide. He must have looked like something else. But what did Jesus say? Loose him. We need to be loose because the real us, our real identity, is in here. So Lazarus was alive, but everything that was covering who the real Lazarus was has to be removed for every one of us. So we all live under these facades. Sometimes it's the house we live in, the car we drive, that's our identity. Um, and so forth. So, when Satan, Jesus said to Simon, 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 and this is Luke 22, Satan indeed has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. Notice, Satan didn't ask for Peter. He asked for Simon. Satan always wants you to go back. Rely on the old man, the old nature. His name's been Peter for three years, and of course, Jesus says, Satan has, Simon Satan has asked for you that he might rattle your cage. He wants to sift you like wheat. But I've prayed for you that when, not if, when you've come through this, you will be able, your faith will not fail, and when you've returned to me, you'll be able to strengthen your brother. Isn't that sound, 
seems like that's always on God's mind to strengthen someone else. Um, so, of course, Peter turned to self-preservation and denied the Lord. It's interesting in this also, and I'm making this real brief here, but in Matthew 3, it says 16, when he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water. Behold, the heavens were opened to him. He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, out of heaven. So that's his identity. He's the son of God. Everybody hears it. Jesus knows it. But guess what? It says right after that, Jesus was led by the Spirit into a charismatic prayer meeting. Excuse me. Into the wilderness and to be tempted by the devil when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Afterwards, he was hungry. Now the tempter came to him and said, if you're the son of God. I want to tell you something about the devil. He's always going to challenge who you really are. And, and where, where you've been doesn't define you. That may be somewhere you've been, but that isn't who you are. I have warts, but I'm not a frog. In other words, uh, there, there's so many people out there that would love to define you in a different way, but we have to violently, this is who I am. You say, well, I live in Chicago. That's not who you are. That's where you live. Well, I work for this company. That's not who you are. That's where you work. I'm married to so-and-so. That's not who you are. We're going to have prayer for you later. But, but the deal is, that doesn't define who you are. I have a doctorate degree. I have a master's degree. That's not who you are. Who are you? You're a son of God. You're a daughter of God. And so, the, the, you know, there's always somebody out there trying to rob your identity. My dad lived to be 95, and when... I would, he would lived in Nebraska, and I would, after I was, I've been on the traveling so much, and I've been overseas, and come home, my dad's sitting there at his kitchen table. I feel this authority, I feel this confidence, God has used me, I've seen people healed, I've seen wonderful things happen. I sit down at my dad's table, and within five minutes, I feel like a 10-year-old boy, because there was something in the tone of his voice that he, it, it robbed who I really was. In his eyes, he saw me as a 10-year-old boy. He could never see me beyond that. And so that began, and finally I had to learn to shake that off. You don't define me. And there's always somebody out there. Remember when David came to, to check on the brothers and, and he was appalled by the spewings of Goliath and he was appalled because David was, his identity was in the Lord. His identity, he was a worshiper. His identity was, was probably listening to the, the, the Lord, fellowshipping with the Lord, I think he got real good with that slingshot. He could hit a branch or a bird, you know, and I'm, he says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? And Eliab, right there, is trying to steal his identity. Who do you think you are? I know why you came down here. You just came down here to, to watch the battle. I see the pride and the insolence in your heart. Of course, he's describing himself, and I love David's response. He said, what have I done now? <laughs> because there's always somebody trying to take your identity, who you really are. There's always somebody trying to define you, and we have to fight for it because the devil's main strategy, he, he can't stop you from being saved, but he can keep you living insecure and inferiority, with inferiority because you don't know who you are. Believe me, he's against you. <laughs> the devil's not saying, listen, I hated to lose you, but good luck with your new master. He is not. He is, he is saying, you know, does God have a plan for your life? Yes, but so does the enemy. The enemy would love to keep you in a struggle. The enemy would love to keep you not knowing who you are. And most of us cover ourselves with these fig leaves. It's, 
It's, it's, this is a, we put on this facade, this is who I am. It's interesting how I think, I think his dad saw him just as a shepherd's boy, nothing more. Eliab saw him just as a kid kind of curious. Goliath saw him as a, you know, my dog, you come to me with sticks. Saul, Saul saw him as a youth. He, he, you're just a kid. He's been a warrior since his youth. There's always somebody out there trying to define you. But you've got to learn. All these things do not define me. God defines me. So, I, I love, I don't think David felt a lot of fear when it came to Goliath. I believe he was so comfortable with the anointing. He was uncomfortable with the atmosphere of fear. I believe he, he thought, man, this guy, is, I think he probably said, I've never seen such a large forehead. I can get this guy. You know, I, I, he, he, could hit, he, could hit little, he could hit little branches, little birds. He's good. Hallelujah. Wow. So Saul said, you're not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him for you're a youth. So I believe the key is take time to just get to know God. I, I think there's four or five areas that really happen to all of us. That, number one, it's the spirit of condemnation. The devil is the accuser. Now, convictions from, come from God where he says, no, don't do that, that's not good, that's not going to, that's conviction. But condemnation, the devil says, you're a failure. And because we don't know our identity, we say, you know, that's a confirmation. You know, we just kind of buy into it. But, but number, the, our struggle comes, number one, from condemnation. Number two, from unworthiness. I think there's such a stronghold of unworthiness on the whole body of Christ because most of us pray with a question mark because we don't know who we are. And the best example, and you've heard me say it, is, is when the, the mighty miracle in Luke 5 when Jesus said, let down your nets for a catch. And Peter, Simon said, well, We've been out here all night, but I'll let down the net. And, and there were so many fish got in the net, they filled one boat. Then they had to call the Episcopalian brothers in the other boat. They filled both boats so that the boats were sinking. What is Peter's response? You'd think he'd say, hallelujah, wonderful, glory to God. What does he say? Get away from me, for I'm a sinner. And most of us, there's something in us, in our subconscious. We're saying, get away from me, I don't feel worthy. And I want to tell you, unworthiness is such a stronghold. And the only way I know to get rid of it in condemnation is just spend time with God. And spend time in his word. And start believing what the word says about him. You know, there, there's a lot of need to just spend time in the word. Third one is shame. The shame of being different. The shame of bad boy, bad girl. The shame of disgrace, embarrassment, guilt, hatred, rejection, humiliation. There's so many of them. The fourth one I call is, the, is that robs our identity is the fear of being exposed. Most of us have, have erected a false identity. We've learned to present an alternate self to be more acceptable to the world. That takes a lot of energy to maintain. And if you came from poverty or dysfunctional family, either you believe that or you've made a self-determination, you're going to rise above it. You're going to get educational skills, you're going to build a different persona. But you've done, you, many times you do these things to cover your own inadequacy. But we just need to be drenched in the fact we belong to God. And he's made us worthy. 
I suppose rejection is the strongest thing out there because most of us have experienced rejection. They say the number one fear of every human being is rejection. The number one need of every human being is to be loved. Wow. So many of us have emotions that have followed rejection. Jezebels many times are people that were hurt and they're saying, I'll never be rejected again, so I'm not going to let you control me, I'm going to control you. And it's a deal caused from severe rejection. The rejection pain was so bad, you say, I'll never go through that again. Everyone's against me. They looked at me wrong. I went to church and nobody smiled at me, you know. It's a rejection thing. Sometimes we get the road rage mentality. I got to have the last word. I used to have everybody in front of me was an idiot. Everybody behind me was a moron. You know, one guy hated to go to football games because when they got in the huddle, he thought they were talking about him. And this rejection thing is, is so bad, but we have to shake it off. So again, condemnation, unworthiness, shame, the fear of being exposed. The best thing you can do is get real. But let God define you. No wonder Paul says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, noble, just, pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good report, if there's any virtue, if there's any praise, think on these things. Wow. So it's kind of interesting. You, know, you ever thought about this? The devil is looking for agreement. He wants you to agree with him. You're a failure. You're no good. You have an odd-shaped head. You're, you're, you're different. You're strange. You're weak. You're this. But guess what? God is looking for agreement. So it comes down to, who am I going to agree with? Am I going to agree with the devil? Or am I going to agree with God? And every day, there's, cha- there's choices every day to, to agree with the devil or to agree with God. We, uh, no wonder in Acts 19 when these guys tried to cast a demon out, they said, Jesus we know, Paul we know, but who are you? So there, there's, a, there's a thing there that you can't act on somebody else's. One guy told, he used to preach and he said, he'd try to preach like Billy Graham and then he'd try to preach like some other preacher and then he'd try to preach like another preacher. He said, God, he told him, God, one day, God, why am I not anointed? And God said, I don't know who to anoint. You know, you're, you're always imitating somebody. Every other position is taken. Be you. Just be you. And, and with, with all your flaws and everything, but, but those flaws don't define you. He defines you. So there, there's so many people. I remember this girl in... Greenville, South Carolina, she's a wonderful girl, but she had Parkinson's, and one day the Spirit of God was moving, and I mean the power of God hit her, and she was healed. And she came outside the church that day in Greenville there, and she said, I'm healed, I'm healed. She was so thrilled, and all of a sudden her sister came driving up to pick her up, and she said, no, you're not. And the healing was lost just like that. It was so evil, but I want to tell you, the devil's out to steal who you are. And so, I like when, when Elijah stood before King Ahab, he said, hey, as the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand. I like that. He was saying, I may be standing in front of you, Hogjaws, but I'm really standing 
in front of God. That's the, that's the boldness we have to have, to know who we are and to not, uh, not question that, but to say, God, I thank you. Paul said, I am who I am by the grace of God. Most Christians believe somehow it's twisted. God is disappointed. God loves me, but he's disappointed with me. Anybody ever read Hebrews eleven six says, without faith, it's impossible to please God? So how are you going to have faith in God if you think he's disappointed in you? If he's mad at you? If he's not forgiving you? So what a, what a lie that is. So we have to shake it off. Because we identify ourselves, well, I didn't pray enough. I haven't read the word enough. I haven't witnessed to enough people. I haven't done this right. And so we go around living this defeated life. And God says, I beg your pardon. This gospel's not about you. It's about me. And I put my treasure in earthen vessels. And the power of God in you is needed to minister to all these people. And you're losing your identity walking around thinking about how defeated you are. And yet there's all kinds of people that are perishing, that need the Holy Ghost in you. And I like to say it like this, God does not have confidence in you, He has confidence in the Holy Spirit who's in you, praise God. So anyway, there's plenty said there, but I, we found this uh, song the other day written by the Imperials, this is just the chorus, it says, are you living in an old man's rubble? Listening to the father of lies? If you are, then you're headed for trouble. If you listen too long, you'll eventually die. If you're living as a new creation, if you're listening to the Father of Light, then you're living in a mighty fortress and you're going to be clothed with power and might. Anyway. Um, it's interesting, and I've said this before, but I, I love the, you know, we read it in Ephesians chapter 6, but about the armor of God. We put on the helmet of salvation. The blood covers our mind. We, we put on the breastplate of righteousness. I am the righteousness of God. We gird up our loins with truth. We have our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. But then he says some interesting words. He said, above all. Above all. Would you say it with me? Above all. He's talking about the armor, and then he said, now here's the most important part of the armor. Above all, taking up the shield of faith which you will be able to quench all those fiery lies of the enemy who's telling you you're this and you're that and he's stealing your identity if you're the son of God command these stones to turn into bread and probably said with butter on it you know he's he's a hungry son of God <laughs> but right it, right away as soon as Jesus was defined here comes the enemy and I want to tell you the the greatest lie you have in your life is the enemy trying to steal your identity. He's good at it. He's a good liar. Bob Mumford, they, they said, he said one time he, he came out of a meeting and he said all these lies came. He said, I, I just, he said it was just, I was under such oppression. All these lies were, were, were just telling me I'm a failure and I'm this and I'm that. And he said it was so horrible he couldn't get above it. And he said all of a sudden he said, I just said, I am the righteousness of God. And boom, they all left. Who are you? You're a son of God. You're a daughter of God. And the devil doesn't like you. So anyway, I could go on and on here, but we're going to...
talk about this a little more in the morning. You're sure welcome to come. 10 o'clock in the morning. And don't come tomorrow night because I'll be speaking at the hub. So don't come here. We're not going to have a meeting, meeting here. You can come, but it's hard to get in. Um, so I want to pray for anybody that's in a lot of pain tonight, any kind of physical pain. It, it's funny. I... Uh, just during the worship, I was just feeling that God's going to heal a lot of people who have a lot of pain in your feet. It seems like there's a person that you have had foot surgery at one time. You had a lot of di- extreme discomfort that way. But God's, God is just healing those kind of issues with your feet. So we're just going to believe God. Brad, I see your hand up. God bless you. We're going we're gonna to end your question. <laughs> wow. So we'll believe God for the healing to flow. And I, uh, let, let's, now I'll tell you, this will work because it, it, it always works. But um, rather than anybody coming down here, just, if you just take hold of faith, and it's just like God. You remember when Walt, uh, Kmart used to be real popular? And then... They'd have blue light specials. <laughs> on aisle four, there's a sale. If you get over there right now. Well, right now, there's a blue light special. God said, I'm healing feet. So if you have issues with your feet, just stand where you are. We're just going to thank God for doing it. God will do the rest. Hallelujah. You're able to stand, aren't you, Brad? So, kind of. So, Lord, we thank you right now for healing any issues with feet. We, we thank you for the power of God to just flow through any pe- person that is having pain in their feet, they've had surgery, they've had issues, they've had numbness. No matter what goes on on the feet, God, we just receive it right now, and we thank you for it. 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 Glory to God. These are, these are real simple, just real quickly. I want you to come up here. There's a couple of people that just have a lot of... Uh, wrist pain. I guess it's like carpal tunnel, but there's a couple of you that there's a lot of pain that way. Could you raise your hand if that's you? A lot, lot, of, lot of pain that way. Yeah, just, just step out here in the aisle. Anybody else? That, what's in that? Because we're just going to pray about it. I just feel very strong that we're to, we're to pray about it. So God, we do. I'm having pain. You're having pain right now. I do hair. They said that I have carpal tunnel. So. Carpal tunnel. So we just uh, we declare you healthy and whole. We thank you, Lord, for it. We thank you, Lord, for it. This is going to be a real good year in your life because I see you possessing things. Just, you know, he said in Deuteronomy 8, 3, that you go out and possess the land. This is a year of possessing the land. You're to get real proactive, not just in pursuit of God, but in pursuit of his purpose. And God's going to satisfy you like you've never been satisfied. And you declare those things you don't see because you're going to see them. Hallelujah. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the complete healing. Lord, we praise you, praise you, praise you that that doesn't come back anymore. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We just exalt you, Lord, for the healing going on right now. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we've never understood what she sees in Jared, but we just, we bless We bless him tonight. Lord, I thank you for my brother Jared. I thank you, Lord. 
for every good thing you're doing, oh God. Hallelujah. You know, God has nothing but good news up his sleeve for you. And God's going to, everything's going to be where normal, everything's going to be perfected, and it's going to be more than before. The, I, I just saw this tonight when I looked over at you, but I saw God doing everything and more concerning the ministry, the, what he's invested in you. Hallelujah. You're going to look back at this time in your life and say that was just a brief, very brief. It's like it never existed. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Glory to God. These bones shall live. Hallelujah. Amen. That sentence I hear, these bones shall live. This, this, this gospel is going to be preached at a higher level than you've ever dreamed. So praise God. Um, I just, I don't know what I'm doing. We got just a very few minutes here, but I saw, I saw God giving you, Annie, the gift of discernment and I, I saw you just so accurate in what you're hearing and as the Lord you're just going to see the Lord giving you more but it's I just see with such accuracy and specificity and the enemy gets away with nothing that's that's the bottom line here so praise God thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Man, I feel this impartation, this flow of God, this flow of God. Lord, I bless my brother Jordan. I bless him with, with your anointing, with your peace. The anointing destroys the yoke. You know, everything about your life, the anointing is increasing. The anointing is breaking every yoke. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Um, I just pray for a couple people that have I'm not sure if it's one or two or three people but you battle headaches uh, every day and I just want to just walk down here with me if you do, if you battle headaches and Lord I thank you for Yuki, I bless her tonight, I thank you for the walk she has with you and uh, I hear these words, the healing has begun the healing has begun, and if I know God, the healing's going to happen real fast, where you're going to feel so whole and so complete. And he gives you, from Isaiah 61, this is for you, but he said he gives you beauty for ashes. So Lord, we thank you for the completion. We thank you for the beauty for ashes. We thank you, Lord. And I see two doors opening to you this year, that are, that are great doors, God-ordained doors, and the Holy Spirit is showing me you're not going to miss them. You're, they're not gonna, you're not, not going to be blind to them. God's going to have you walk through them. Remember, there's two doors, and they're good doors, and they're prepared by God, and they're set up by God for you. And I want to tell you, healing's going to happen so fast. And I see this hourglass where the, it just seems like Things have been slow, but you're down to the last few grains of sand. So good, it's, the time is right. Everything's right about the timing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for blessing Yuki. Bless her 
Jesus' name, bless her with strength, bless her with new friends, and I just see the Lord lavishing your life. This is a good season in your life. It's not a bad season. Healing's going on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I see you getting, uh, your first name is, I see the Lord giving you direction, just wonderful direction, clarity, clarity. I see this bicycle chain. It's like it fell off, you know, just like when you're a kid and that chain breaks and somebody has to put the chain back on. That's what God's doing for you. Everything about your life is momentum. It's forward motion. And I hear the Lord saying, you're getting in gear again. You're getting in gear again. Hallelujah. And you're not to look at past disappointments. You're not to go back at them because they don't define you. What defines you is the anointing, the presence of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're going to get such clear, clear direction. Lord, I thank you for Brad. I thank you for Carolyn. I thank you for their lives. I thank you for the setup you have. I thank you for the plans. I see the Lord multiplying in your life. I see, uh, like where it says in Deuteronomy 28, these blessings shall overtake you. And I, I hear the Holy Spirit saying, I'm not only going to fill you, I'm going to thrill you. And so, Lord, we thank you. I see you guys being peacemakers. You're going to be in situations where you're going to declare peace. God's going to give you a greater swath. He's going to give you a greater circle of influence. And as God does things in your own life that you can say that's, that's whole and that's wonderful, God's going to start increasing the intensity of what he does through you. I see couples coming across your path. I see people that are in such need and you're ministering to them. So again, just as God's meeting your needs, you are available to, for him to meet the needs of others through you. And I, you can bank on this. 2018 is going to be a, a very productive year, a year of increase. And it's like, it's going to be work, but it's not work like you would think of work. It's going to be you're, that you're yoked with him. God working through you to will and to do his good pleasure. So thank you, Jesus. Whew. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There's just, uh, job-wise, everything, I see something real good coming down the pipe for you, Brad. I just thank you, Holy Spirit. Wow, before this year's over. In fact, I feel like it's going to be more in the center of the year. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, we serve a wonderful God. He's such an encourager. He's so kind to us. And I'm going to ask you if you don't mind. I'm not trying to be rude, but if you would not be shouting while I minister. Appreciate it. Uh, just quiet in here. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> it's just quiet in here. So we got a few minutes to hang out. And... Uh, that was humor. That was humor. Yeah. Um, who are the two or three that have headaches? You get a lot of headaches. We'll just pray over you real quick. Okay, who else? Where are you? Yeah, run up here, would you? Because they'll go. They'll go, they'll go. Sweet Holy Spirit, we thank you. We thank you that these headaches are history. You know, I just see like a, it's like you're, your neck and your headache, or you just get yes. uh, 
you, I don't know what you're doing, but you're turning all the time, turning all the time. It just makes your neck hurt and your head hurt. And so, Lord, we thank you just to touch the root of this, that it'll, her neck and head will be in cooperation, and this, will, this is just a gone, done deal. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, it's funny. I, I, I pray for. I see Satan under your feet so much, just so much. He is so little, and it, he just so he has no. But you're to you're to declare. You're to be in hot pursuit of God because God's going to do things. Hallelujah. Your first name is Bonnie. Bonnie. Lord, we bless Bonnie. How long have you had headaches? Just a couple of years. A couple of years. So, Lord, we bless Bonnie with healing. Lord, that her headaches are healed, that they're no more. You know, God loves the way you respond to him. There's a real good trigger in you that you, you respond to God and you respond to his promptings and nudgings. It's like God's proud of you. You hear him and he's taking care of this. And there, there's time where a lot of people like they're just kind of deaf and they won't respond. You do respond and the Lord sees it. So thank you, Lord. You got bookfuls in you too. You got bookfuls of things God has taught you. And there's some kind of breakthrough coming for you uh, because I see this ribbon cutting thing like, yep, it's a new day. A new day, hallelujah. A brand new day for you. Um, I don't know why I, sometimes I get these things, I don't know, but I just feel like July is such an important month in your life. So praise God. Wow, thank you, Lord. First name. Rosa, do you get headaches? And this? I'm her husband. You, 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 you're just here to support her? You, yes. Yeah. yeah. So he's saying he, he's the cause of these headaches? No. no. I'm here to repent. What's your name? Jorge. 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 Lord, we thank you for healing Rosa tonight. We bless her with perfect healing. The God, her, her headaches, whatever the root of these is, we trust your amazing anointing oil to go in there tonight and just heal every nerve, heal what's causing these. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, I see you both carrying these buckets of cold water. Cold water, refreshing. And there's a... There's a lot of needy people around you both. There are just so many needy people. But I feel the supply of the Lord and they... Uh, your, your name's not on everything, but your name is on some things. And God's going to supply refreshment and the, and the Holy Spirit to people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You guys have been through more than some people have been through in several lifetimes. And I just see you shaking the dust off and saying, God, we're walking with you. I see you both wearing these big old cowboy boots and you're just, they're, they're just snake kickers. You know, they're just, you can walk among snakes. And Lord, we just thank you for the gift that's in them and the ministry that's in them and the fight that's in them. And we thank you, Lord. If one can chase a thousand, two can chase ten thousand. Glory to God. God's putting more equipment in your hands. He's putting more there to use, more anointing. More, more, more of him. Thank you, Lord. 
And those headaches are done. They're gone. They're history. Thank you. Amen. 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 <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Sure. Your sister's name is Gail. What? Lord, we bless Gail. All of us in this room right now, we agree for Gail's healing. We send the word. Yes. We send the word that tonight your compassion is released and touch her headaches, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, I just pray for my sister here tonight. What is your first name? Diane. Lord, I thank you for Diane. I thank you, Lord. This is, I see the word increase just as clear. This is a season of increase. And you're to ask, you can ask, you can ask. The Lord's saying to ask anything because he will bring it about. And th this is a season where God's going to settle a lot of things. Uh, there's a lot of ministry in you. There's a lot of things the Holy Spirit has taught you. Uh, but he, he's, he's going to put things to use. I see God like with a toolbox, and you're in his toolbox, and you're, he's using you as an instrument in his hand. He's not forgotten you. He's not through with you. There's much more to come. There's much more to come. And you're unique, and you have a unique gift, you have a unique anointing, and the Lord is going to so use you. Uh, I just feel like a, in, in like different ways, but increased ways, so just get ready. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Sweet God, sweet God. So, I don't think I've ever been here on a Saturday night where there's so many human beings, mostly humans. So, uh, who has the issue with your neck? You're right in here, just major neck issue. That's you. So, Lord, we thank you for Jordan. Heal him up, God. Heal him up. And Diane, you the same way. We just, we just bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Thank you, Lord. We have tomorrow. I know. I know there's people can't come tomorrow, but we will be here tomorrow, so I understand. I don't know. I can't pray for everybody. I wish good, because I feel that, uh, you just feel that love. Uh, um, am I right? Is there, is there two people here tonight that have never been in this building? You've never been here? Three of you? No, I've been here. Well, you've been here. Those two, okay. That's just the Holy Spirit. We're supposed to pray for you, so come here a second. Hallelujah. So you can't hide anything from the Lord. <laughs> Didn't one of the door guys try to keep you out or something? No. no. <laughs> okay. Your name is Pam and Maria. Maria. So Lord, we just we just praise you for Pam. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for her. You know, I see a huge heart. I just see a. You are a comforter. And the Lord has always used you that way. So, Lord, I thank you for Pam's, everything you've put in her, everything you've worked in her. And, Lord, we just thank you. I see just such a, uh, you have a lot of resilience. You've been through a lot. But I see the Lord just walking in sync with you. You, got, you and the Lord are just in stride <laughs> together, just in perfect stride. I feel like there's somebody in your family. I don't know if it's a mom or dad or somebody that really needs prayer. Does that? It's my sister. Your sister. My sister. Mm -hmm. What's going on with her? She's had bad pain. Bad pain. Yeah, okay. What's her name? Karen. Well, we just yeah. agree, Lord. You wouldn't be saying this if you weren't going to do something. So, Lord, we just yeah. bless Karen. 
We bless her with amazing strength. We rebuke this pain. We, we stand on your word. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, right now that Karen is a recipient of your healing grace. Hallelujah. I see God tickling your spirit. Uh, there, there, you really have a joy of the Lord. It's a gift. Hallelujah. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit's right. <laughs> yeah. Holy Spirit knows us. Yeah, it's so cool. God used um, First name? Maria. Maria. Lord, tonight we bless Maria. We thank you for her. We thank you for the light that she is. You're like a human light bulb. We thank you, Lord, for the light that shines through her. We thank you, Lord, for the way uh, she's sensitive to you and that she follows you. And you've made a lot of decisions in your life. You think, well, that was wacko, but God has, God has turned them into good. He turns things into good because you're a lover of God. If you were in the scripture, you'd be the one that laid his head on Jesus' breast and said, I'm the one he loves the most. Thank you, Lord. If God had a refrigerator, your face would be on it. So we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for this closeness she has with you. And you're a healer. And I do, the gift of healing is in you. I know. And you lay hands on the sick. You lay hands on those who... And I just feel the increase in that area. You're going to see more and more results. Letting the power of God flow through you. Hallelujah. Thank you. I'll pray for you while you're oh, here. Just, I'll pray to the Lord. Even though you have such a terrible attitude. I know. I just, uh, first name? Uh, Bonnie. Bonnie. Lord, we thank you for Bonnie. We bless her tonight. We bless her. I see a lot of skills in you. Just these, a lot of these wonderful uh, skills that you've learned to drop on the Lord. You've received from people, but the Lord has made you, and he's been your teacher. Amen. He's taught you, and you will teach others. You will do more and more mentoring. You will do more and more pouring into people's lives. So thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Lord, for that. Be sure to write down things God gives you. I see you journaling things and just letting, him, letting the Lord talk to you that way. Praise Amen. God. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to pray for my brother Phil tonight and Danuta. Lord, I thank you for them. I thank you, Lord, for the way you've led them together and their paths have crossed. And Lord, they're your, they're your children. They're yours, oh God. And I bless them tonight. I bless them. I can see you both like feeling your way around, feeling your way, like in a dark room, you're, sometimes you're not sure of, we're just walking by faith, we're feeling our way, we're, but I feel God adjusting your way, I feel God adding to you, he's going to send you the hungry, he's going to send you those he's purposed, and the Holy Spirit, I, I just feel this promise, he's not going to let you miss it. You're on, a, you're, you're on a momentum, you're on a roll, but it's going to be more and more with accuracy of, as God adds people to your efforts. And you're going to be blessed in your efforts. You're going to be blessed. Even some things you feel like, well, these are little, 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 but it's going to be, you're going to be blessed. Praise God. Thank you, Lord, for that impartation tonight of your Holy Spirit. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that impartation. Glory to God. Man, there's impartation just flowing, flowing. I can never say your first name. Violeta. 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 Violet. Violet. Would you rather have me speak in English or Lithuanian? Oh, English is fine. English is fine. Yeah. A little humor there, but Lord, we thank you for Violeta. We thank you, Lord, for the ministry that's in her. You know, you have a real desire to heal people, to make people whole, to... I see a lot of broken people, just people that have been hammered by life. And your desire is pure. You want to see people well. You want to see people whole out of their dysfunction. And the Lord has taught you a lot to just, there's some things you just have to let go of and some things you just say, Holy Spirit, I am not able to do this. But, but I feel like it's, I feel like things are getting easier. There, there, you're, you, there's, a, there's a sweet flow of the Holy Spirit where you're saying, he's walking with me and I'm walking with him. And I, I don't feel the labor. There's not a lot of labor in it. It's more of a, an agreement. And because of that agreement, you will behold the Lord putting more lives back together. I just see so many lives being put back together. They're just a shambles. They're Humpty Dumpty fell off the wall. There's just people, their lives are shambles, but you're going to be an instrument to bring them back together, but not by your strength, because his yoke is easy. He's going to do the work. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to make this one statement before we get out of here. If you want to wear yourself out real good, start working for God. God didn't call you to work for him. He called you to work in him, with him. If you want to just kill yourself, just start working for him. And you'll, you'll wear yourself out. I'm learning. It took me a hundred years, but I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning to relax and say, God, this is your thing. In him we live and move and have our being. It's not for him, it's in him. And we're letting the Holy Spirit work through us. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for the continual healing, the continual process of healing going on in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the continual flow. Thank you for the anointing, the anointing, the anointing. That everything my dear sister is asking, you've heard it's being done, God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Before we get out of here, I want to pray for my brother and sister. I can't ever think of your names the one that you really need to shave bad. This right here. Yeah, you come up here. Thank you guys. Just come up here. Let me pray with you. We're going to be out of here in about two minutes. And I, please don't feel bad if you don't get prayer because we'll be here till 3.30 in the morning. I just feel so good about what's going on in your lives right now. And so thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. We just thank you for fresh direction. Lord, we thank you that this is, it's like this is a real significant year, a real significant season in your lives where God is, is positioning you. He's putting more responsibility in you. He's putting more uh, that, that impacting thing. There's going to be more impact. And also, these are the best years of your life coming up. God's going to sweeten them. 
beyond your measure for your pleasure. And he's going to sweeten, sweeten, sweeten the path you're on. I don't know what God has for the future, but it's, it's so good. And it's so, um, it's like a reward. And God just adding, adding, adding. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I see you guys doing some traveling, and I see some like, like going places you've never been, that kind of thing. Uh, maybe to the other side of Chicago, I don't know. <laughs> but, 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 just, uh, but, but just being put in places by the Lord, where the Lord, you just say, you know, who would have ever thought a year ago, who would have ever thought this would happen? But so God's going to do some interesting things. I just feel good in my spirit. My spirit, I just feel good about you. And there's a sale on shaving cream and razors. I saw it down there. So. <clears throat> Don't you appreciate the Lord? I feel, let me just stand here a minute. I just, want to pr- I just want to declare, I saw somebody being healed tonight in your neck. If that is you, just grab a hold and receive it. Lord, we thank you for, uh, during the worship, I, I heard this about a pinched nerve in your back. I don't have to pray for you. God's just going to do it. A pinched nerve in your back. So just, if that is you, just receive. God will do it. And Lord, we thank you for anything else. Let me see what else I, I just, uh, I I know there's going to be a lot of reports about people healing your feet. The other night in Tallahassee, pastor's wife, there was a lot of words like that. The pastor's wife had a big old thing on her foot that fell off during the meeting, just a big old growth or, or you'd had to been there, but it was exciting. And uh, God's just willing to do things. Can I just read it again? Don't let the devil steal your identity. Do not let him steal it. You can pray with authority. You can pray with might. And God's going to give you um, he, he, he's going to unfold a design for you and you're going to know you've heard from God and the Lord I just want to say that he knows what he's doing I don't know if he's going to appear in dreams or what but he's going to show you about you and it's all good news what is your name? Lori. Lori. So Lord tonight we thank you for Lori we thank you for everything you're doing in her physical body, in her spiritual man, in her emotions, oh God. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. The enemy is defeated. I want to tell you, the Lord himself is going to be talking to you, so get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Whew, man, that felt good, whatever it was. Holy Spirit, however you do, he's... He's, he's so full of life, and he so loves us. And this whole message tonight is we get so robbed, and it's all about identity. You've got to know who you are. I believe God will show us that your boldness, a new boldness, a new fire will come once you know who you are. New results. God's thinking greater about you than you're thinking about you. Believe me. I'm going to have Pastor come and 
We're going to see you tomorrow morning, hopefully. Yeah. We say thank you to Steve.